0: How many books can become an entire category on Jeopardy? Maybe the Bible, but another was recently added to the list National Geographic Ocean, a global odyssey. Welcome to Text to Nation. I'm Fred Fishkin, and joining us is the author, legendary oceanographer, explorer, author, and scientist, Dr. Sylvia Earle. It's wonderful to speak with you, Sylvia. Oh, great to be on board. Well, this is a magnificent book, and just like its title, very deep. Tell us about about the importance of it being published at this time.
1: This is a a special opportune time to think about the ocean and to have a place to go to try to answer some of the questions that a child might ask, like, what is water? How deep is the ocean? Uh, Where did the ocean come from? And then to go deeper and say who lives in the ocean and to look at the nature, the splendid variation on the theme of of life that is really found only in the ocean. And and then to ask finally in the third section of this big tome, why should I care about the ocean? What's the ocean ever done for me? (laughs) And how we are affecting the ocean, how the ocean affects us. And I think most importantly, this this book was an attempt on my part and engaging some of the best minds on the planet concerned with the ocean to tell their stories with profiles of some of the great explorers of our time and visionaries, and to do it with amazing illustrations that could not have been made when I was a child, partly because people did not have access to the ocean until fairly recently in the ways and means that we now have using photography that that did not exist with a level of, <laughs> of accuracy and skill that now exists. So the during the pandemic, I had an opportunity to really spend a quiet time to reflect on the nature, of the ocean, why it matters to everyone, everywhere, all the time, what we're doing to it, and how it affects us. And realizing that this is maybe the sweet spot in time. It's the ocean that drives the nature of life on earth, makes our existence possible. And since the middle of the 20th century, when I first began exploring the ocean, We've literally learned more about the nature of the sea, about the ability to explore from the surface to the greatest depths, but to recognize most importantly, the magnitude of our of our ignorance, what we don't know. We've only seen how you know, tiny fraction, maybe 5% of the ocean. It's that three-dimensional aspect. We, we can see all of the surface. We've begun to map as much as 15% of the deep sea, the same accuracy that we have for the moon, Mars, Jupiter, and the terrestrial part of this planet, a lot left to do. But the fact that from where we were, when I began exploring the ocean to where we are today, we've learned more than in all human history combined. This has been such an exhilarating time. You never know what you're going to... F- hear about or read about or 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 find yourself in terms of exploring the ocean and then to couple that with a with a heartbreaking awareness at the same time that we have learned more we have lost more so 90 percent of the sharks the tunas the swordfish the cod go across the big creatures that we think of as seafood they're gone we're really good at catching, killing, marketing these big wild animals. And it's, it's really um, heartbreaking to realize that only about now are we beginning to realize the limits of what we can take out of the ocean and also what we could put in. The cause for hope that is laced with all of this despair we're seeing because of the Level of of global warming, the loss of diversity of life on Earth, the problems that are faced because of not just the changing temperature but also the changing chemistry of the planet. But we know that we can take action. There are more whales today than when I was a child. Why? Well, starting in 1986. We stopped killing them commercially through an international agreement. There are more turtles in the ocean today than there were when I was a child. When I was a kid, you could buy turtle steak in the Florida Keys. You could freely go to a beach, and if the turtles were laying their eggs, no problem. You could take the eggs. Well, somehow, we have come together globally to recognize that, yes, we could, we could eat the last turtle egg, and then they'd be gone. We could kill the last whale, and then they'd be gone. There's a history of that. We're a great power to bring about extinction of life. But knowing that this is a living planet, and that for us to not just thrive, but really to survive, we need all of the elements that together make earth habitable, that why, why, do all of the, this, why does all of this diversity of life matter? Well, you open up your computer and you look in there and say, do we really need all these little wires and all these little crinkly things? Can't we get rid of some of them? If we lose them, what difference will it make? We'll just try it. Take out a little piece <laughs> at random and see what happens. I mean, you might get a, a, an image or information for a while, or you might not if you take out a critical piece. And we've been taking critical pieces out of the planet, um, you know, reducing the number of birds significantly, clear cutting forests, significantly l- losing the, this fabric of life on the land, and less obvious to most people. The fabric of life in the sea, as well. But good news here we are. We can still breathe. It's a little harder to breathe today than it was, you know, 500 years ago before we began putting stuff in the sky and taking the natural life support system and really without knowing what we're doing, uh, destroying much of that which generates oxygen and captures carbon on the land and in the sea, but the good news, and it happened at the COP26 conference that I attended about climate just recently, that nature really governs our existence. Embracing nature with care, with networks of protected areas, parks, and other systems on the land and now attention and recognition of the importance of protecting the ocean. Large areas of the ocean really is coming into focus. Did you come away
0: from the conference encouraged or discouraged? What, what did it accomplish? What didn't it accomplish?
1: Could I be both at the same time? Of course. <laughs> good news, bad news. The good news that the ocean in particular was front and center, and it has not been in the past. We focused on the atmosphere, now looking at the close coupling of the ocean and atmosphere and life everywhere, land and sea. Economists tend to follow the money. When you look at how does the world work, scientists tend to follow the carbon in terms of understanding climate. And what is carbon? It's one of the elements that is vital to all life. We're carbon-based units. So are planktonic organisms, birds, all, all living things. Follow the carbon. Cut down the trees and you, you release the carbon into the atmosphere as carbon dioxide and methane. Burn a forest similarly. Agriculture is a source of, of not only losing the places that were once occupied by forests and now growing animals that we tend to use for products, food and and other things, but they have displaced the the systems that hold the planet steady, hold the water steady, maintain this, this, this fabric of living beings, that make Earth different from any other part of the universe. We have taken nature for granted on the land. You know, there was a time when killing birds for on a commercial scale, taking ducks and geese by the truckload to market. We managed to totally eliminate one of the most abundant creatures on the planet, passenger pigeons. They existed in North America literally by the billions, (laughs) and we managed to kill them all before I was born. And my parents probably got a glimpse of a few. My dad was born in 1900, my mom two years later. They saw things that I never got to see, and my my kids and grandkids, well, well, they might read about them in books, but they're missing. They're missing components of what makes Earth habitable. And the ocean has been hidden from our view, and the losses there and the the changes that we've imposed largely not really recognized until right about now. This this era of change is not just climate change, it's a, a change in the nature of nature caused by us. But the big butt, (laughs) now we know. Imagine if we did not know that the planet is in trouble, our life support system is in trouble. I think at COP26, recognition really for the first time was was focused in some measure on the solutions being nature-based solutions. We need to restore forests. We need to restore the ocean, the concept of protecting at least 30% of the land, at least 30% of the ocean in the next 10 years. They say it's 30 by 30, 30% of the planet by 2030. That's having places where we just let nature exist without interference from us and even to try to restore some of the damage we've done by planting a trillion trees. We ought to keep in place the trillions of trees that already exist and some of them that are still being cut even though they're like a thousand years old. What a a presumptuous thing for us to do. And in the ocean, similarly, to take ecosystems like coral reefs that are thousands of years old and to just convert these coastal systems, not just coral reefs, mangroves, kelp forests, that have taken a very long time to form, a very short time to turn into parking lots and condominiums and other places where we convert coastal shore lines into habitable space for humans, knowing that we have problems is the first giant step. Sca- step to solving them and that's what i think we're addressing for the first time seriously at cop 26 in glasgow it's also what i tried to address in this big ocean book what we can do to safeguard ourselves by safeguarding the ocean and the book itself
0: tells us all why once again, it's called The National Geographic Ocean, A Global Odyssey. Dr. Sylvia Earle, thank you so much for all of your work and for spending time with us.
1: Thank you for having me on board. Now this. It takes
0: a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Crane have done.